fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Podcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 194. We have a bunch of great music in store, as we always do. Some new stuff, some brand new stuff, some stuff coming up. Some great bands out of Salt Lake City. Uh, Going to talk about oh, a yeah. video or two that's coming out or has come out. And just a lot of great stuff in general, because that's how we do it on the show. So everybody, thank you for tuning in. Eric, there's a bunch of new stuff, but not nearly as much new stuff. I thought I, I went over. There's a few things I haven't quite got to yet as far as uh, new stuff and getting added to the list. But for the most part, uh, all the January releases, we'll go over pretty much everything in January because it's, it's a pretty short list, all things considered. I had been talking right. about Top Novel and the split that they were do or did with Strongbow. thought it was coming out in December. It actually came out uh, on vinyl, 7-inch, back in November, like later November. Reached out to the band. I've ordered my copy uh, as soon as they get the second batch in, it'll be sent off to me, and uh, I haven't seen it on digital anywhere, so reach out to either Top Novel, Strongbow, or maybe Contra Records. I, th I thought I was looking for it on Contra, I couldn't find it, but it might be on Contra Records. Anyway, January 1st, the Dirty Neil put out Fuck Art, the Soviet Machines put out Self-Titled Soviet Machines, Sweetie put out Bad Thing, Sweet Thing, Ditch Boys put out Red and Blue Single, Adam Age put out Honeybees, which is a single. On the third, Just War put out Faceless Warriors single. It's going to be coming out on a split with Mau Mau's and Call the Cops. Call the Cops from Italy, I believe, and Mau Mau's from the UK. We just played them on the show a couple weeks back. On the fourth, Melodic Punk Style put out Sound of Us Volume 8. It's a compilation, obviously, from Melodic Punk Style. Uh, Hot Blood on the 5th put out Hot Blood and Bullet Treatment Split. Incisions on the 8th put out No Shame Single. Backbreaker put out 519 Single. They have a new EP coming soon. 519 is a cool track. That's a cool band out of Canada. Bajo Custodia put out En Vivo EP on the 10th. Midnight Snacks and that Snacks with the triple X on the end. They put out Contact Contamination EP on the 11th. Slow Draw put out Pessimist. It's a single on the 11th. Contact Zone put out Fall EP on the 12th. Noose Bound put out Lost in the Plot single on the 12th. Coming up this week on the 15th, The Chisel is putting out Come See Me and Not the Only One. It's a two-track single there. Heathcliff is putting out on the 22nd, they're putting out Stay Posey, P-O-S-I. Not sure what that is. But it'll be on Punk and Disorderly Records. Foxface is putting out End of Man on the 22nd. And Antagonizers ATL is putting out Kings on the 22nd. I'm really looking forward to that. To really, to wrap out the rest of the month, uh, Counterpunch on the 29th will be putting out Handbook for the Recently Debriefed. And I think sometime this month, but it might be in sometime next month. I don't have the dates. Uh, Savage Beat is putting out New World on Rebellion Records. Hammer and Nails is putting out a split with Exile. That's E-X-I-L-L. -L. Empire Down should be putting out Gallows of Winter on Primator Crew. The Analogs will be putting out something new. And On the Job will 
be putting out small town stories. Some of those may come out this month. Uh, I got to put a little more time into figuring out if release dates were set for those. Uh, but they might be out in January. If not, I think most of those should be out by February. Eric, anything you're looking forward to? Anything not on the list? Anything you got to add? Well, I do have something I got to add. And this is, yeah, there are a couple of things related to metal, but there was one that uh, came across my radar today. And this is kind of going uh, forward in time. The band uh, No Effects have, have announced that they are releasing an album scheduled to come out. Uh, uh, late next month, so in late yes, February. Absolutely. However, they just released a single from that band, from from that album, which is going to be called Single Album, you know. And what I guess is supposed to be a uh, retreading of their of the seminal No Effects hit Linoleum, but they're calling it Linoleum. Linoleum, okay. Yep, so that single just came out. I have yet to listen to it. It came across my radar through uh, uh, through Backseat Mafia, the uh, magazine, and asking me if I want to listen to it slash uh, review it. So I have to get around to that. <laughs> yes, you do, because I'm sure that's one you want to do. I uh, just got the notification yesterday from Bandcamp that I haven't got to yet. That's one of those in the email box I haven't got to, but I knew the release date was late next month, so I wasn't worried about that one yet. But yes, that they've announced that they have a new album coming out. So good for no effects. We, I'm sure we'll be playing something by the time that gets released. Yep. Um, and anyway, on the metal spectrum, uh, the band Frozen Soul, Crypt of Ice, finally released their album. And man, that has been going like, uh, just, you know, to sound traditionalist, it's been... It's been going like hotcakes. <laughs> they had like a yeah a bunch of records that came into Grey Whale. I asked if uh, they could set one aside for me, but they were like, "Oh, you should have let us know sooner. We're out." Ah, uh. yeah. So kind of bummed about that, but that's okay. They're getting a new order in. And also, this was the biggest surprise to me: the band Gate Creeper. Uh, <laughs> I got that notification a, yesterday too. Yeah. yeah, literally just a day ago, they said. Oh, hey, we're releasing a new album. It's coming out tonight at midnight. Oh, we did not know that <laughs> at all. They, they had no buildup, no advertising, no, no promotion of any kind, save for like a day's notice. They're just like, hey, we know it's been a few months or uh, about a year since our last album, Deserta, came out. Here's a new album, and it's called Unexpected Reality. Yeah, emphasis on unexpected. Right, <laughs> so, no kidding. Yep. And it's a, yeah, that's weird. The first, uh, the first few songs. I mean, the the song list is uh, eight songs long. The first seven, uh, sound closer to grindcore than death metal, actually. Uh, both in length and in sound, and just presentation. It's just a, uh, it's faster, it's grimier, and it's just got this attitude by it that uh, it really reminds me of Napalm Death. But the final song, Emptiness, is just a straight, doomy, sludgy, sad boy track. <laughs> so it just does a complete 180 on there. And it's good. Like, it all sounds good. It all sounds in place, despite the, uh, the stark comparison. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, I got I to gotta listen to that again because, because yeah, I want to put that in as one of the metal tracks or maybe a punk rock track because... Like I said, it sounds very grindcore. But Sweet. 
But yeah, we will see. We will see. It's going to be a test between them or no effects. Well, you'll have to see. you got a week to wait. Uh, sneak peek or uh, spoiler alert for everybody. Eric's not picking either of those bands for tracks on this episode. But, Eric, let's <laughs> jump into your first track. We're going to go do a bunch of new stuff. There's a lot of great new stuff. Uh, you know, some, like I was alluding to at the beginning, that is even brand new coming out next week. Talked about it already, but we're going to save that one for the end of the new tracks. Eric, what'd you pick? Well, I picked one that came out came out on the 25th of September of last year, and that it's new enough, new enough. It's from the band Idols, and I have I have splurged and purged about Idols, and they are they are a great band. They are just wonderful. One of the better bands to have come out of a uh, UK's current punk rock scene. Mix it in sounds of like garage and uh, kind of noisy and also very danceable beats and very socio-political and progressive lyrics. They are amazing in that. And and yeah, their album Joy is an Act of Resistance, one of my favorite albums that came out uh, a couple years ago. And then they released Ultra Mono in September. And it took me a while to get around to listening to that. But when I did, my God, is that album heavy. <laughs> Like it's just got a it's got a lot of fire it's got a lot of uh it's got a lot of slamming to it a lot of su- some surprisingly hammering riffs and still just holding on to a lot of catchiness mixed in with aggression you know kind of the best way to describe what melodic hardcore is like okay yeah but of course being uh being idols there is a sense of griminess and a sense of uh fuzziness into that stuff it's very uh not exactly smooth to the touch in a lot of them. And that's where I came across kill them with kindness where it's just, uh, yeah, it's taken that attitude of not letting uh, people's uh, negative attitude towards you as a person of, of having to result in sinking to their level or sinking lower as, as a primitive Intel would suggest but this one is just like so aggressively saying, I'm going to kill you with kindness. I am going to murder you with my, <laughs> my, with the fact that I just don't care about you or anything like that. That's uh so that's the vibe I get from this song, but let's, uh, but yeah, let's listen to it. Let's see if it's a, if it's a vibe that goes across the spectrum. Let's do let's see if it holds true.
strange ending there. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's uh, kind of expected of this band. You don't expect them to come in and leave with such a, I don't know, in such a smooth way to say that. Right. I mean, I mean, even the intro, it's just got that little serene piano playing and then it just uh, melts into that, you know, like I said, that slammy rip. Yeah, it was awesome. It was some fun stuff. So, yeah, that whole album, Ultramano, I'm still going off of like uh, some of my favorite releases of this year. Ultramano was one of them. And this song was one of my favorites. It's a good one. I really like that album. That's definitely on top albums for me of the year, too. And my first pick here, the, so the first one, new track, it's a reason why I don't like to do picks until the month, you know, and even, I know I know it seems late, and maybe people don't even give a shit at that point, but uh, I don't like to get my list ready. Like, I see some stuff, like, beginning of December, and people are putting out their full lists, right? And you don't know everything that's coming out. And this particular release, new band here, Criminal Outfit, I knew that they'd be getting a release together. Well, they put it out December 26th, so the day after Christmas this came out. This brand new is only a couple weeks out old, and it's a good one. I like it. It's an EP. The EP's called A Million Saturdays. I was picking one track to put on the episode, and I kept going back and forth, like, oh, I'm going to pick this one. And then I'm listening to them all, like, no, nah, this time, I think I want to do this one. No, I'm going to go back. I'm going to do this one. Now I'm going to go back to this one. There's like, I think there's six tracks on there, and I kept struggling to figure out which one. So I settled on this one. It's called Drown You Out. Again, cool band here. Criminal Outfit coming out of L.A. Uh, there'll be one of two California bands I play. And on this episode, I, I was just noticing that it is actually one of three California bands I'm playing, all U.S. bands. I think I'd been pretty diverse as far as, you know, a little pepper in, from here and from Europe probably or wherever. On this episode, all U.S. bands, and three of them are going to be from California, but three different areas of California. We're going to kick it off with the band from L.A. It's Criminal Outfit off of A Million Saturdays. Here we go with Drown You Out. Drown You Out! Drown You Out! Drown You Out! Why should we ever submit to the 
yes, Criminal Outfit, Drown You Out. I really like that EP. I think you should get out there and check it out. I like Fat Skins. I like Oxley's Midnight Runners. And I think the vocals come across similar. You know, that's the, the more I listen to it, the more I feel maybe that's kind of why I gravitate to it. You know, even though it's just music I like, so I don't want to pin it on, oh, they sound like Fat Skins, so I like them. But they have some similarities to Fat Skins, Oxley's Midnight Runners. The, the vocals sound like Mike from those bands. So what do you think? Man, I was having a hard time trying to uh, uh, trying to have a comparison. I don't know. It sounds like a congealed mix of a lot of those uh, some UK eighty two sounds and some of that old barroom skinhead sound that's a little you know more gruff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, not a. So yeah, not one band comes to mind when I think of these guys, which is a good thing because yes. you don't want it to sound like just one other band. Agreed. You know, like, you gotta have them stand out, and Criminal Outfit does stand out for me. And and yeah, from L.A., California, I was just like, oh, these guys are uh, implementing that British accent on there. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It, it sounds like if you are unaware of the band, you might think that. And yes, I agree with you. Uh, I think that I, I kind of heard that sound. But again, I don't want to. Like you said, I'm not trying to pigeonhole any band. Like, you sound exactly like some other band, but that's just kind of what I heard a little bit. I really like that Criminal Outfit. If you like that track, you're really going to like A Million Saturdays. Definitely going to be on my list of top EPs for the year. And again, that's why I don't make those lists until the year is done, because you never know what might sneak in there in the last week or even the last days of the year. Good stuff like that. We're going to go a little bit further back into the past November 20th of 2020 and this one kind of snuck in I didn't even come across it until probably around two weeks ago like the last week of the year so the first month it was out didn't even know it'd come out didn't know Bad Assets that's who we're going to get to was putting out a new album so that's awesome Bad Assets out of Detroit Michigan they put out a new album this album's called Ghosts of Old Detroit they put it out November 20th it's good, too. Definitely get out there and check it out. You can find both of these albums on Bandcamp right now and, and the Idols, so all three that we've played so far. You can find yeah. them all on Bandcamp. Cool stuff here coming out of Detroit. Let's get into it. The track that we are going to listen to is Stand Together. And, yes, people, we do need to do that now. We need to stand together. So Bad Assets with Stand Together. <laughs>
Good stuff there. Bad Assets out of Detroit. I like that track. I like that album. That's a full length that came out back in November. Good stuff. You familiar with uh, Bad Assets there, Eric? Um, I am not. But I will say how, uh, how the last band reminded me of uh, multiple bands. This one, Bad Assets, reminds me of uh, one single band, and that is Street Dogs. Okay. Yeah. And it, and in some really more mild ways. Uh, one was the uh, the singer's uh, inflections and how he's singing like a, lack of a better word, almost like he has a clogged nose. It's like, because, uh, uh, what's his name, McColgan, he has a very similar singing style to his. And then the style of Street Dogs, it's like, yeah, it's uh, kind of that barroom skinhead-influenced uh, punk rock. Right. Yeah, along with, uh, but there's a lot more emphasis on guitar melodies, even leads sometimes, and that's what I was hearing a lot here. So, in its in its way, it sounded like a more uh, rough and tough uh, version of Street Dogs. That's awesome. I like I like Bad Assets. They have at least two other albums offhand. That's what I can think of. At least two others. Uh, good stuff. We've had great tracks so far. And even though I've liked all the tracks, I'm super excited about the next one. I recommend people get out and check out the video. It looks like they put together for this one uh, just a, a cool collection of tons of great pictures from all the various shows these guys have done all over the world. Uh, it looks amazing. Go out and check it out. I shared it today on our Facebook page, giving everybody a sneak peek of what they were going to hear anyway with this track on the show this band is antagonizers atl obviously out of atlanta uh they have a new album coming out kings they just announced on monday that kings are going to do a release party for it and i couldn't tell i didn't get a chance because i just noticed it today that if they're doing a show it looked like a show or if it's a streaming thing hopefully they're doing a show and hopefully anybody anywhere near atlanta gets to go check it out because i know these guys have done a few shows in the past six months uh, probably like since August, I think, or August or September, October, I don't know. Somewhere around there, I started seeing some shows pop up that these guys were doing. Hopefully, they're doing a live show. The new album is called Kings. It's going to be out on Pirates Press. I'm looking forward to getting a copy of it. I want to hear the rest. Black Clouds was released as a single months ago and is has appeared, you know, Pirates Press has put it out on a flexi. It's appeared on a compilation as well through Pirates Press. The second single, A Way of Life, is awesome been listening to this track a ton listen to the video and then listen to the track in the last few days as well can't get enough of it i hope you enjoy it too this is antagonizers atl coming off the album kings which comes out next week this track is a way of life Oh! 
track that fans will be singing at the live shows and if they are doing a live show man i wish i was there such a cool track i really like that band i was a big fan of that band before uh definitely one of the better bands i think i saw them at a club show at the last punk rock bowling that we went to so obviously not last year but the year before and they were amazing live so you got to get out there and check them out and then they added win to the band and he is an Awesome guitarist, great vocalist, you know, uh, Strike First is awesome, definitely one of my favorite albums of 2020 was the new Strike First album, and they're already just hitting back into the studio, plus, you know, Wynn has been in DDC, and speaking of Fat Skins earlier, he was in Fat Skins, so Wynn's awesome, adding him just made a fantastic band even better, I like them a lot, what are you thinking of the new Antagonizers? Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I have a frame of reference of what is considered old and new with this band. As this is the first time I'm listening to them, <laughs> but you got some good stuff in there. I like that. Yes, <laughs> nice. I love that. Yeah, that nice little uh, pub sing along. Right. That one is going to be one that they have to do at the shows. I mean, until they get bored of playing it. But it's <laughs> new, so they're going to play the shit out of that. For a while, and that is an awesome track. Definitely uh, a very sing-along for everybody because people are going to want to sing along to it. They're going to relate to it. And if you haven't yeah. yet, go check out Black Clouds before next Friday, too. You can check out both those tracks. Go see the video on YouTube or just go to our Facebook page. You can watch it from YouTube, from our Facebook page, and share it out to others. It's great. I really like that video. I think it, uh, it, the symbolism of seeing them with so many people and then showing you all the various places that they've been and played, I thought it turned out great. Very big fan of that band and all of the releases, such a, you know, as we usually do, a lot of great releases on the show. Big fan of all the bands we've, we've picked. Idols, Criminal Outfits, new uh, new stuff there from a new band and Bad Assets after not even expecting a release. Just boom, Bad Assets put something out. And like I said, it took me like an extra month before I even realized it was out. But I'm glad I did. Got them all on the show. Eric, before we move, both of us picked some older, lesser knowns. But they're both, I mean, total, it's like two minutes and three seconds between two tracks. So before we get into <laughs> that, because we did play an extra new track there, I want to get into something else. Uh, shared with me from Pierre Anderson out of Sweden from the band Pissed Off and Proud. He's a drummer in that band. I want to thank you for sharing this with me. It's amazing. Uh, he did a cover of Dracula's Lament, 
and that comes from uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Jason Siegel does the song in the movie. Go check out the movie if you haven't. It's fun. It came out like, I don't know, 12, 13 years ago, something like that. <laughs> but for this particular track, right now it's just, uh, you know, on YouTube you can hear the track. It has a picture, but he is going to be doing a music video, and it's going to be sad and gory and funny and ironic, and I'm looking forward to it. It's only a minute and 37 seconds long. Uh Punk doing the track maybe doesn't come across as punk as much, but that's not the point. Let's <laughs> listen to it. It's fun. Uh, the lyrics are great. And if you haven't seen the movie, watch the movie because you'll see the context of the song, and it'll probably make more sense. Here we go. Pierre is doing Dracula's Lament. Here we go. What'd you think of that? <laughs> Man, it's still, yeah, it's still funny. <laughs> Even coming off of the, uh, I tried to do a thing where I'm like not thinking about the film and the context of, of which it was written, but instead I actually thought of the, uh, I don't know what the name of the song is, but the song that Adam Sandler plays in The Wedding Singer. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it that's what it was reminded me of. It's dark and it's twisted, but it's just got this sense of humor right. inside there. Mainly because they're both coming from comedy backgrounds. True. Uh I thought it turned out great. I can't wait to see the video. Uh I thought it was funny. I was the opposite of you. Every time I've heard that track, I just picture that part in the movie with Jason Siegel and what he was doing. I won't give that away for anybody who hasn't seen the movie. Go watch it. It's funny. Yeah. It's a funny movie. Uh, hilarious. I think it turned out great. I think he did a wonderful job on the cover for yeah. it. Absolutely. Uh, you had a – yeah, especially coming in with that more uh, – that more gruff voice and that uh, the Count Chocula style uh, <laughs> accent that he's throwing on there. Right? Uh, it was great. If you want to check it out again yourself, go to YouTube. Look up Pierre Anderson. That's two S's in Anderson. And the track is Dracula's Lament. 
Get out there. Go check it out. It is hilarious. Go increase that view count. Uh, maybe I'll have to share that one here this weekend as well over on our Facebook page. We'll be sharing all kinds of videos with you. Go check out that. Antagonizers 1, 2. Let's get into some older, lesser-known tracks. Let's get through those two. We're going to be done in like five minutes with this section uh, yeah. because the tracks are so <laughs> short. You're up first. Eric, what do you got? Well, I got, I got a song from a local favorite, especially of mine. Right? And Good stuff. Yeah. It's the band Mandalore. And... Yeah, Mandalore, to to my knowledge, uh, or, or at least memory, I tried playing the song, uh, I tried, it did play on uh, the song 6,000 Spears. It did play on the podcast. However, I was out of commission at that point because, you know, head go bump, bump. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I kept your picks intact. I didn't want to disregard your picks. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, I've done this a few times where I like choose a different song of the uh, of the band, sometimes from the same album that I wanted to talk about. And I don't know. I think I've talked about Mandalore a couple times on the show. Pretty sure I have. I can't remember how many t- <laughs> what songs came on and which songs didn't. But the song that I chose for this one, the one that came out of the uh, the uh, recent release, the Six Thousand Spears EP. And it's, it's only three songs long. In total, it's about about as long as the section will be. It's about <laughs> five minutes worth of music on that on that little EP. And the EP, you know, I have the vinyl. Only one side is recorded. Okay. The other side is just flat. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a coaster at that point. And and yeah, I chose the uh, the song that closes out the EP, X Punks. Or if you want to be technical with it, X pun X. <laughs> there you go. Because yeah, the word the word itself is a pun. There was it's calling back to the days when uh, straight edge bands would uh, self identify as having their name uh, in between two brackets of the letter X. Be like uh, X strike X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, some still. So do. yeah, it is. Yeah, some of them still do, but it's not as uh, it's not as widespread as it was back in the '90s or the 2000s. Right. Even some of, yeah, and a lot of Salt Lake bands have uh, clamored on to that, like uh, Cool Your Jets. They're often advertised as X Cool Your Jets X. Right. Yeah. Same thing with Cherim and a few others. I can't I can't think of right now. But we're not talking about them. We're talking about Mandalore. The uh, Straight Edge, Star Wars, Hardcore Aficionados, and the song that I, and yeah, the song of which I chose, X-Punk X, or X, because yeah, it's X-Punks, it's, uh, it's deviating away from their uh, Straight Edge or uh, Hark or Star Wars core ethos, but talking about, uh, but talking about the people who uh, come into the scene and don't add anything. Because there are there are two types of uh, punk rockers, uh, quote punk rockers, who come in and they like take the scene at face value. They label it as an excuse to like uh, divvy up your hair, be comfortable with like a uh, yellow, green, and brown all in one go on your hair. To <laughs> wear studs and spikes and crazy jackets or whatnot. It's like okay, yeah, that's a good, no, that's good uh, expression. 
No, but after a while, that only goes so far. That's like a stepping stone, pretty much. Right. Because it's not just a music, it's not just a fashion, it's a culture. You want to be a part of the culture, um, what what are you going to do? Why should we bother keeping you around, pretty much? And that's what the song is going about. It's like people just using punk rock as an excuse to uh, to come come into the scene, cause drama, get drunk, and just start make just start ruining shows for everybody and pushing people away from the community. It's like, oh, I want to go to that show, but uh, I think uh, what's their face is gonna be there, so he's just gonna make it shitty for everybody. So. <laughs> So yeah, and every scene is with those uh, those little blotches and blemishes. So, uh, and Salt Lake is of course, uh, it's of course one of those scenes that has that has had more than their fair share, both past and present. It's still gonna happen in the future, especially when uh, shows start happening again. Right. So so yeah, when when shows do start picking up again in your local communities. You know, just think of the people who are around and the ones who actually come back and for the ones who come back in like a sense of <laughs> in like a sense of a battering ram. They're like, we're going to go so fucking hard and we're going to make sure that we give our appreciation to this community, give back what they give to what they gave to us. Right. Pay it, yeah, pay it forward. So, yeah. So, yeah, the meaning uh, that I ascertained from this song is is longer than the runtime, so I think we kind of I think we kind of even it out. Here's the here's the song from Mandalore, clocking in at like a minute and a half, maybe under one twelve x. There it yeah. goes, just over a minute. Let's go. a bunch of problems <laughs> yep so there you go and so yeah that was mandalore that was the wonderful that was the wonderful conrad keels going about on his uh hardcore vocals sounded a bit more uh, punk rock as opposed to hardcore in this one um but yeah he is a wonderful vocalist wonderful front man a wonderful guy and he is my bf <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference to uh, another podcast on which Anonymous was interviewed, the uh, Assault City Circle Pit. And we did a little pre-show on Instagram, made it live, and Conrad was watching and he was commenting, Eric is my BF. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Like, right, 
So yeah, this is my way of saying right back at you, Conrad. If you listen to this ever, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully he listens to this one. Hopefully so. Yeah, I mean, of course. Why wouldn't the incident punk rock to listen to a podcast just to hear yourself <laughs> or your band anyway? <laughs> right. God, he doesn't strike me as that kind of person. I don't think he would like. I think he's just like, yeah, I don't feel comfortable listening to myself sing. <laughs> well, we did, and we liked it. That was Mandalore. Go check out 6,000 Spears. It's less than a year old. It came out like quarantine weekend. Yeah. The, the original <laughs> quarantine weekend. Yeah, quarantine part one. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can go but find was, that on Bandcamp. Like uh, several of the other releases are all are, are all on Bandcamp. The Antagonizers one may come out on Bandcamp, maybe not right away. Not sure, but it may. But all the rest are on Bandcamp, including this next one. The next one, the band is Unity. They are from Fountain Valley in California. They existed as a band for a very short time, probably right around 1985, because when they put out. You Are One, which is, I get an EP, but it's like seven, maybe eight tracks, something like that. But they're kind of short, including this one, the title track. That's what we're going to listen to. 51 seconds long. Uh, if you're not familiar with the band Unity, like Eric, he was familiar with the band that some of the members left the band, not left, but in the ashes of the band Unity, a few of the band members went on to form Uniform Choice. So maybe that's one that you are familiar with. But they did record this back in July, or put it out anyway, July 12th of 1985. But the band only did a handful of shows together, and that was pretty much it. But you can still find Unity, You Are One. I recommend it. It's on Bandcamp. I think it's even on iTunes. Get out there. Check it out. Because I added extra tracks on the new tracks, I decided I'd pick a short one, but one nonetheless. So here's Unity coming in at 51 seconds with the title track, You Are One. Unity, you were one. Eric, what'd you think? <laughs> oh, man. Take me back to the 80s. I want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> if oh, only. Man. Yeah, a lot of... Uh, but yeah, I see where uh, Uniform Choice got a lot of its sound. I'm hearing a lot of... Uh, yeah, I hear a lot of Minor Threat up in there. It's like the East Coast version of Minor Threat, if you would. And, or the, the West, West Coast. Coast, yes. Under Threat's already East Coast. What yes. the hell am I thinking? <laughs> and, uh, and also, this, uh, uh, the, voc yeah, the vocal range, I, it's weird. I'm calling a lot of comparisons, but this is not a band that uh, influenced them, but it sounds like a, a band that they, that they influenced. I'm talking, of course, of uh, Project Sellout. Um, 
Yeah, the vocals sound very close to what Simon sounds like. Awesome. Yeah. And I can't, I can't really explain it. All, all you do, all you got to do is just go and listen to a track one after the other. And just, you'll, you'll pick up the comparison. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. There's some homework, everybody. Go listen to Unity, You Are One, and go listen to PSO. Yep, I want a five-page report on how the vocals are similar on my desk tomorrow morning. <laughs> Done. Do it. Let's go to the great cover-to-cover albums. You got another Salt Lake City band. Indeed I do. Another Salt Lake hardcore band, if you will. Though, after listening to this album, I wonder if uh, just calling them straight hardcore is accurate. Um yeah, I don't know. I'll get into that in a minute. The band is, uh, once again, Villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Villain, they've been uh, they've been on again, off again on this podcast because, what can I say? I'm a fan of these guys. I have been ever since their first release way back in uh, 2017, I believe that's when it came out. Yeah, the Act 1, which was, <clears throat> which was just the Villain. And, you know, a four-song EP followed by a subsequent other four-song EP called The Massacre, and that was Act 2. And last year, they released Act 3, which was essentially double the weight, double the capacity. <laughs> so there were eight songs on there. <laughs> and, the, yeah, and, yeah, The Getaway, one of my favorite releases. Um, and another thing I have problems with is, like, whether I call it in an EP or a full length because eight songs just kind of exist in the middle somewhere. It could wager each way. <laughs> that's a, that's my way of seeing it. I, I, I am with you like six tracks and under is typically what you consider, but then you go by uh, track length. And so some that are shorter in track length can also fit that. And I think it, if I'm not mistaken, it was like, it's either 16 minutes or 18 minutes is and or six tracks, something to that effect. And yeah. lower, you get the EP, and then greater than that, you get either LP or, you know, short LP, extended EP, I don't know. Somewhere in that range. Who cares? It's good nonetheless, right? Yeah. Yeah, and again, you kind of have to look at the band's uh, catalog to draw a comparison. Right. Um, yeah, but I will get into that more when we get to our metal picks, because I have some interesting thoughts on that one. Um. But yeah, this one, all I have to go off of is either a couple of singles or and the two subsequent EPs. Like I said, four songs each. And this one has double the capacity, but that just means double the punch. Right. You know? So there we go. Act three, The Getaway. And I played a few songs from this already. I played the, uh, I believe I played Scurb last year when it was a single. I can't remember... I can't remember if it was Scurb or if it was The Getaway, but I know it was a, one of the leading singles. It was one of those two songs. Yeah, because it came out on the uh, the Salt Lake Underground compilation. Okay, yep. Yeah. I can't remember which one it is. So, so yeah, I can't remember. Um, and, yeah, some of the other ones that I played earlier this year, there was the single Destroy Everything. And, you know, not the hate breed cover. It's not a cover. It's an original. And then the, and then Forgiveness. I played that uh, the day that it came out, or the week that it came out, when it was a new track back in October. And now 
I am going to dig a little deeper and show just some of the tracks that really stood out as to whether or not I question if this is more hardcore or more metal. Because some of them uh, relate closer to, uh, I mean, they've always delved in the 90s, whether it was 90s hardcore, but now it's like, okay, there's some nice 90s alt metal scenes in here. You know, it doesn't go too overboard with it, but it just like dips its toes a little bit and it's noticeable. Okay. So yeah, the, so yeah. Let's, uh, let's let the music here speak for itself. I felt it was uh, some of these uh, little uh, slight left turns, these l little uh, slants away from, the, uh, away from the spectrum was in the song Demons. So that's where, so that was the one I'm going with. There's a lot of weird, uh, a lot of weird vocal ranges, a lot of weird little noises that come in from other people's mouths, you know, backing vocals, I guess, but... It's just so weird and unsettling that you'd sooner hear stuff like this in a metal track as opposed to just a straightforward hardcore track. So let's give it a listen. Let's see if we can decipher it a little more with a fresh take. It's coming back
There's demons. Yep, there's demons. So yeah, you see what I mean with those little uh, disembodied voices coming in, uh, in and out of the verse, kind of in between lines. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, weird things like that. Just uh, you know, it came right the fuck out of left field for me because this isn't <laughs> something that. Yeah, it's not really something villain has done. You know. Long songs and, uh, you know, slow monolithic riffs and tempos coming in and out of each other. Yeah, that that's what I expected. But just that, just that kind of unsettling soothingness that was coming from those vocals. Like, (laughs) okay, this is uh, this is a little different. But, but yeah, that's uh, something that. That's something that we hold on to as artists or musicians and people and creators. You know, it's uh, things don't evolve unless you change them, but you change them in ways that make sense. So where it's like still holding on to the roots, but spreading its wings a little more. Okay. Yeah. So. So yeah, that's what I'm holding on to with a uh, with a few of the tracks in uh, in this record. There's some that are a bit more straightforward, like the uh, other pick that I have here. And a few that are just like a that are just uh, standing outside of the uh, just a little bit. They kind of have their foot out the door of the uh, punk and hardcore paradigm. So, but yeah, let's uh, let's bring it back to uh, something a bit more a bit more familiar and uh, and familiar in the sense where this is probably going to make you think of a certain '80s movie. This title track. Uh, the title of the track being Our Time. <laughs> yes. It's our time down here. Yeah. Goonies time. <laughs> That's right. And, and yeah, what's funny is uh, I was thinking of, uh, I was thinking of that line in the movie and thinking, yeah, Our Time. Yeah, that's like, that's kind of a good title. It's just kind of like to, to be in the moment rather than relishing in nostalgia or just a, uh, being so anxious about what's to come as a result of what the present time is. It's like, you got to live in the present. You got to know that this is your time. This is what we're, you know, this is the time where we kind of set the ground on which we're amounting to. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was thinking, I'll probably have to write a song like that, but damn it. Villain was quicker than me. (laughs) (laughs) Darn it. So, So yeah, of course, you know, they put, they put in a lot of the same, uh, a lot of the same uh, ideals that I was uh, uh, that I was festering around in my head. Uh, but taking it outside a little more, it's not like a, you know, it sounds like it's just gonna be a bunch of a, uh, a bunch of finger pointing and gaslighting at guys who are like, oh, back in my day, you know. <laughs> but it's not. It's really just saying. It's really just saying. You know, what I just said, it's our time. This is what, this is how we are living. So we just kind of have to take it all in for better or for worse. So, so yeah, that's essentially what the song is about from my perspective, but other people may listen to it and get a completely different feeling uh, from it as well. But, but yeah, the song to me is a bit more straightforward. So if you, if you feel like it means something else, let us know. I want to know what. I want to know why. I want to hear what you guys have to think about it. Right. Here is our time. 
this is our time, this is our listen, and that was my opinion. What's yours? <laughs> right. Let's do it. Hear it. Share with Eric. sound like i am backtracking here but upon a further listen it does kind of relish in uh nostalgia you know or or the past because uh yeah trent's uh lyrics that he's uh that he's going on there where it's saying i ch- i cherish our time that we had now that's past tense i cherish our time that we had i wish that we can uh have more of it in the future 
Well, sounds like you're clear to write a song with the same song title, but make it different the way you are talking about doing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe so. So yeah, that's a. Uh, so yeah, I re- <laughs> So yeah, I rescind what I said about the song having a bit more of a straightforward meaning. Yeah, sometimes it takes a few listens to really uh, get the message in there. So, so yeah, maybe you did hear it a different way. Now I I did. <laughs> so I'm, so yeah, I'm eating my words right now. So, okay, so there you go. That was that was villain. Those were two songs from uh, what another one of my favorite releases this year. Um, though I will say it's not exactly my favorite release from villain. I still think that. Volume two holds it. I still hold it in high regard as their best release. And I'm, I'm planning on getting to that eventually. I'll, I'll have to give villain a rest for a while. Cause I've been like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> throwing a lot of, uh, bouquets of flowers at them with this, uh, with this one release. But I just keep thinking they have more releases. There are more songs that need to, that need attention as well. Right. Love even more. So, so yeah, but we'll get to that in the future. No, this is our time right now. This is us talking about Act Three. <laughs> it's a good release. The release I picked uh, is from the band Pressure Point. I just came across them like week, two weeks ago, maybe. I was looking for something else. Somebody posted a video from a previous release before, or actually uh, a release after this one, not previous, but after this one. And so I started listening, came across the band, like, oh, who was this? I'd never heard of Pressure Point. Well, if you haven't heard of Pressure Point, like I hadn't heard of Pressure Point until about two weeks ago. They're a band from Sacramento. They formed as a band in 95, and they formed from the ashes of the band Deep Six. They had releases from 98 through 2007, and some of those releases ended up on Hellcat Records and on Victory Records, two very popular punk labels. So there you go. A little brief history on the band Pressure Point. I was able to come across the release, Life's Blood, which is an EP, and that was easier for me to get a hold of. the To get on this show, I wanted to play it since I'd just come across it, and I thought, wow, this is really good. And I heard the EP, Life's Blood, and it was very good. Uh, I would recommend checking out their other releases as well off of Life's Blood, much the same as I had a difficult time uh, picking track for Criminal Outfit. Well, I had a difficult time picking two tracks for the, this release here from Pressure Point off of Life's Blood. I kept bouncing back and forth. Well, the ones that I did settle on, first we'll get into Claim the Night right now. Uh, again, this was an earlier release for them. It came out September 14th of 1999. I think it was like their second or third release. Their releases went all the way into 2007. So here we go. This is the shorter of the two tracks, clocking in just under two minutes. This is Pressure Point with Claim the Night. Set free, we claim the night for you and me. 
Pressure Point claimed the night. That's the first of two. Eric, had you heard of Pressure Point? Uh, no. That's, uh, that went over my head for... <laughs> all these years. For many bands. Yep, all these years. And I'm just discovering about them now. But such is the, uh, such is the premise on which I live. <laughs> <laughs> well, that album was released over 21 years ago. Uh, that EP anyway, and really awesome. Glad I came across it. Just a great thing about being a part of the scene and doing this podcast too. Get to come across so many things, and it's kind of like a uh, a treasure hunt sometimes when you, you get to come across something that you hadn't heard of but has been. You know, like if it's been out like a month like that Bad Assets, I'm glad I came across it, but if I hadn't ever heard of Bad Assets at all and then came across them and they just had this release plus a handful of other releases. Like, oh, that's really awesome. And at one point, that was the case with Bad Assets. But here, in this instance, I had never heard of Pressure Point. They came and went as a band. They haven't been a band in a lot of years. But awesome. I'm glad to get to come across them. Glad to get to, you know, breathe life into this, as I'm sure there's plenty of other people out there listening to them, but putting them out there for other people to get to listen to. So... Let's get into the next track here. We are going to listen to Friend of Mine. It's another track off of that release. I really like the Life's Blood. Easier one to find, but they do have a handful, probably like six other releases, something like that. And I recommend checking them out. Some of them are splits. They do have some LPs. You should get out there and check out this band. Let's check out one more track before we get into some metal. This is Friend of Mine from Pressure Point. Still remain. Well, it's, uh, 
Pressure Point, that was a friend of mine. Go check out Life's Blood's Cool EP. Really cool band. If you like those, you're going to like a lot of the other stuff that I came across from the band as well. I dig Pressure Point. Eric, let's do some metal. Let's wrap up this show. Ah, uh, yes, some metal. Let's uh, talk about a band who, who has been on the show before, a band called Primitive Man. Now, Primitive Man, they've been around for, for the better part of this last decade. And just last year, they released a new album slash EP. And this is this goes back to what I was saying earlier about whether to call an album an album slash EP. It depends on the length. Right. And well, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, maybe this one doesn't really constitute an EP because of the length of the tracks. Exactly. The length of the tracks, we're looking at an average of, between five to seven or eight minutes long. So in the and sense that it's an EP, digitally, you're going to look at the tracks and say, oh, there's only six tracks. Maybe that's an EP. But if you try to put this on a seven-inch, the tracks are way too long. It ain't going to fit on a seven-inch. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that brings me to my next point. A Primitive Man, for example, their album that was released in 2017, Caustic, was when released on vinyl, it was released as a double vinyl. Most of their EPs or their LPs come out as double LPs. Wow. Yeah. And this last one, Immersion, it just came out on a single LP, which constitutes as an EP in their sense. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so I don't know. You can call some people outside of Primitive Man's uh, uh, listening spectrum can look at this and call it an EP just based on the fact that they're only six tracks available but yeah they go from 13 to 14 tracks on lps and they can range up to an hour to an hour and a half long this one wow. clocks in at yeah this one clocks in at about uh 35 minutes i would say i haven't exactly done the math that's a lot e for six yeah, tracks but either way it is a lot <laughs> yeah because they are uh they are a monolithic sludge bucket. Every riff, every drawn out note, and the and the vocals that are coming out, it is just it is eardrum castration in the best way possible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you think of it as BDSM. You look at it on the outside, it's like, oh yeah, he's getting whipped, he's getting stretched out, he's getting tortured and punished, but he loves it. He loves it. <laughs> much what primitive man's noise does to me god damn are they heavy and this album this ep 
the sea palpum is no exception. But within the, you know, by, yeah, by, by primitive man standards, within the shortened run runtime of the EP, they still find a way to, uh, to make him, to make the album stand out on its own, particularly with a song called Menacing, which is my pick of today. Yes, it's, it starts off with like a vague, with like a fake uh, pretense. It starts off with these uh, slamming uh, death metal beats that, and which is the complete opposite of what you expect from a sludge metal band. You figure sludge metal is just like a uh, more sewage run version of stoner metal. <laughs> You know, you think uh, Black Sabbath riffs that are just slowed down and just like, just like swimming through ooze, pretty much. <laughs> which, uh, which fun fact? Primitive Man did cover a Black Sabbath song, "Sweet Leaf." Oh, nice! It is yeah, and it is slower. <laughs> they slow it down so, so much, and that's just been kind of their calling card. But with menacing, no, we started off a little fast, and it's like, wait. What's uh what's going on here? But uh but this is a long song. Sorry to draw it out a little further. It's a it's clocking in at eight minutes, but it's eight minutes of brutality. And if you love brutality, then this should be no this should be a breeze for you then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see y'all in eight minutes. Here we go with some menacing from Primitive Man.
Well, that's what eight minutes of uh, doom sounds like. <laughs> yes, yeah, sewage doom. <laughs> so, so yeah, immersion. That is one of my favorite releases of last year. And I've yet to say if it's an album or an EP, but I guess in the context of Primitive Man, it counts as an EP. But in the context of music, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Between this one and Villain, it's hard to categorize. <laughs> True. Well, But needless to say, it's a good release. <laughs> it's a damn good release. Well, that's awesome. Band out of where? Colorado, right? Yep, Denver, Colorado. Denver's got some, they got some scorchers coming out of there. <laughs> yes, they do. A lot of good stuff coming out of Denver. The band that I picked, last band of the show, we're about to wrap the show up, is Brick by Brick. They are from upstate in New York, and they are on Upstate Records. They started this band way back in 2014, and they are hardcore-influenced metal. I think that a lot of the metal that I pick is borderline hardcore or in some cases probably just is hardcore but kind of sounds metal to me and that is where we're at yet again is some hardcore influenced metal for my metal pick you determine what you think this is new brick by brick their album thin the herd just came out december 18th 2020 yet another reason why you wait until the end of the year has come and gone, and then you can properly listen to all releases, including stuff like this that gets released in the last couple weeks of the year. So let's get into it, see what you think. Here is Brick by Brick, What Destroys You. What's through is through 
So more metal then, yeah? Yeah, I would say I would say a bit more metal, but yeah, the the chunky uh breakdown riffs that lead throughout the entire song, yeah, it's got that it's got that hardcore vibe to it. Well, somewhere in the middle there, or we'll just call it hardcore influenced metal, just like they describe themselves. How's that? Yeah. I'd say that's a pretty accurate description. <laughs> well, good stuff. Go check out Brick by Brick. Thin the Herd, that is the album that came out December 18th of this year. Or, well, not this year, of December 20th. Uh, you know, 2020. There we go. December 18th of 2020. That's when it came out. That track was What Destroys You. That wraps up the show. Everybody that is still listening, thank you very much for sticking with us all the way to this point. Thank you for hearing the show. Hopefully you heard a bunch of great tracks that we find great as well. Reach out. Let Eric know what you think. He was asking for some feedback. Give him some feedback. Uh, I haven't had the time, but I will. Looking to uh, – I had a bunch of stuff, including shirts for the show and shirts for Punkanoi Worldwide, some pins and stickers I had made. Uh, I had some stuff done in the hopes that get to meet people. We have uh, several other things to give away as well. That we get to meet people at shows and travel to some places and, and see some people. Hoping to do that, but with that still up in the air and who knows when that kind of stuff will happen, you know what we're going to do? We're going to positive vibes for the new year and the new everything else that is going on. So reach out, give us some feedback, let us know what you enjoyed the most of the show from 2020, and I will reach out to you and get some stuff sent over to you. Thank you, everybody, again, for joining us up to this point. You can find the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, and SLCPunkCast.com. You can find all the bands on Instagram at Idols Band, at Criminal Outfit, at Bad Assets Detroit, at Antagonizers ATL, at Mandalore HXC, at Villain SLC Hardcore, at Primitive Man Doom, at Brick by Brick HC, and the show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. My band is also on Facebook at anonymous underscore band official. And on our Facebook, we are at anonymous SLC. And our band camp is at, is, well, not really at, but it is royal at, at <laughs> bank on bandcamp anonymous dot anonymous slc dot bandcamp dot com and yeah that's uh, that's pretty much it that's that's how you can find me and my other ventures in life 
Excellent. We'll keep us posted on anything else new that happens, so we can check that out, too. On Facebook, you can find the bands at Idols, that's I-D-L-E-S, at Criminal Outfit, at Bad Assets Detroit, at Antagonizers ATL, at Mandalore HXC, at Primitive Man, at Brick by Brick NY, and the show is at SLC Punkcast. That is it. That is all she wrote. Eric, any final thoughts before we kill this one? Uh, before we kill this one, um, well, as uh, as we were kind of saying, we were waiting until uh, at least a little bit into 2021, so we can uh, actively actively cover the best releases of the previous year. Now that we have a full full release schedule in our in our midst, right? So, so with that being said. Reach out and let us know what your what your favorite releases were this year. It doesn't necessarily have to be punk or hardcore or even metal by that extent. But, but yeah, we like to keep uh, somewhat of an open mind on here and uh, listen to what music ails our listeners because we don't assume that this is all that you listen to. Right. This whole podcast is all that you listen to. <laughs> Absolutely. And if there is something out there, that we may have missed, that might not be on our radar, may, might not be on the list that we're combing over to, to pick our top picks of the year as well. So definitely reach out and share with someone, that someone being us. <laughs> yes. Us. Excellent. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I got to say. You know, in, indulge in the past ever so lightly because, because yeah, I'm going to say it again. It's our time right now. Think of the future. Think of what you're going to leave as a legacy. Right. And on that note, Chris, play the fucking outro.